Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof, where we're kicking life with bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan. As a master martial artist and sixth-degree black belt with 40 years' experience, I've spent my life empowering kids and adults with hope and the courage and confidence to believe in themselves, to overcome their fears and battle through their challenges, to stand up to any bully they're facing, either real or in their mind. And now I've got the opportunity to share these messages with you each and every week. So get ready as we go on this life-changing journey together to become bullyproof and to live our best kick in life. Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Joined by my best buddy, Austin. Hi, everyone. Glad to be back. Austin, how you doing, bud? Great. Good night, Austin. I had an awesome night of classes. Yes, we did. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We're back rocking and rolling, live action in the studio, um, you know, doing the social distancing thing and uh, smaller class sizes, but we're also giving kids and parents the opportunity to do Zoom. So uh, it's, it's working out pretty good. We hope you at home are doing well, staying healthy, staying happy, staying safe, and most importantly, staying sane. Um, one of the things we're, we're going to talk about today, title of this video is, How Do You Boil a Frog? And I put on there, how do you boil a frog? Pretty much the same way that we allow bad habits into our life and potentially taking over our life and the same way that a bully works. Yeah, and how a bully gets in there and takes over our minds. So, Austin, do you know, um, have I shared with you how do you boil a frog? You have. So, uh, basically... Uh, maybe explain it to everybody. How, how do we boil a frog here, buddy? At first, you just put it in, like, warm water that's comfortable, you know, soothing. If you put it in hot water at first, it just jump right out. But uh, put it in warm water and then slowly get it hotter and hotter until until the frog is boiled and you got frog legs. They got frog legs. All right. <laughs> there you go. So why in the world are we, are we talking about boiling frogs? Uh, uh, I guess frog legs are pretty good, but uh, is, that, is that what we're here for? To teach everybody how to boil frogs? Better fried. But, uh, no, better fried. They, All right. uh, no, because that's how bad habits and, and things like that, like you said, bullying kind of takes over if... Um, you know, we just saw the outcome of a bad habit immediately. We'd be like, no way, I'm not going to get into that. But at first, it doesn't seem like a big deal. So we're like, all right, you know, that's fine. And then it slowly kind of takes over our life until there's like, until it's like, holy cow, this is out of control. Holy cow. You said, holy cow, holy cow. That's a great explanation, buddy. Good job. And I see some friends popping on the line here. I didn't want to interrupt you because you're doing such a great job. We got Herbie Bagwell, my man Hi, Timmy. Guys. Uh, a Mans. Hi, Master Mans. Great to hear from you, sir. And Rock Chris on. and uh, Timmy Grubbs uh, watching is a good guy there. Fireman watching from Minnesota, buddy. Well, I appreciate you, Timmy. Thank Keep you up very the great much, work, sir. And Mr. Rents is What's on. What's going on, Mr. Rents? Rock the, on. When you get on here, make sure you say hello and drop us a line and ask any questions. We're talking about boiling frogs here, and Austin just gave a great, great example of how well how to boil a frog in case you ever wanted to. But uh, most importantly, it's a kind of. Uh, um, well, I guess it could be a parable or an analogy about how, as you just said, bad habits, and there's Mr. Alvin Myers, can take over our life there. And it's slow, slow, slow. It doesn't happen all at once. Just like bullying, that never happens all at once. Most of the time, bullying starts off with what? Name-calling, laughing, teasing, making fun of, and it starts off really small. And then, of course, it progressively gets more aggressive, more and more and more. And then almost every single time, without being stopped, Bullying will lead to something physical. It's just how it works. It rarely ever, it does sometimes, it rarely ever starts off physical, but occasionally it does. But the majority of the time, I'd almost have to say, as uh, Oos and Oose. 
I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Um, it starts off with just little bitty things. Sort of like the example you gave with the frog, right? If you put the frog right into the boiling water, what's the frog gonna do? It's gonna, whoa, hop jump, out. hop on out of that thing. But you put the frog in, it's nice and warm, it's comfortable, it's not too bad. And that definitely goes right along with bad habits, right? Maybe one bad habit is, uh, well, maybe we enjoy alcohol. Maybe we have one and then have another one and then have another one and then two nights in a row, then three nights in a row. And what started off is just one beer. We know how that goes, right? Or with eating. Maybe it's one bowl of ice cream, then one bowl of ice cream the next night, then the next night, then the next night. Yeah, slowly but surely. It rarely ever happens all at once, just like bullying rarely goes right to the physical. Exactly. It progresses up that way. And same thing with your life and a job. You get into a job and it's like, I'm taking this job to help pay the bills. That's all I want to do is pay the bills until something better comes along. Well, it's sort of like getting in that uh, warm water. It's warm, it's comfortable, it's serving our needs. And before you know it, Five years goes by, 10 years goes by, 20 years goes by. It's almost like turning that thermostat up a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And what ends up happening, buddy? It's out of, it's out of control. You get cooked, right? You get cooked. You get stuck. And what, what do you hear? Oh, well, I've been in this job 20 years. I hate it, but you know, I can't go anywhere now because I can't make the money I'm making right now. And that may very well be true. But uh, I had a buddy not too long ago. He is... Uh, He'd worked at this job for 10 years and he was only 35 years old. And he says, man, this job's gonna kill me. I'm gonna have a heart attack. I can't stand this job. I hate this job. And I said, dude, you're 35 years old. You're gonna work for arguably another 30, maybe 40 more years. Are you gonna be able to handle it for another 34 more years? No, I'm gonna freaking have a heart attack and die. Well, back to the frog thing. He's gotten comfortable, he's making good money, but man, he hates the job. He's only got 10 years invested. He's gonna have to work another 30 or 40 years, which you know, arguably he said he's not gonna make it. You got to get out of that boiling. We got to get out of water. You get comfortable, get complacent in that complacent zone. What I often call that complacent zone, right? It's a death zone, right? And you get stuck in that. It, and we say it's a comfort zone or a comfort zone, but really you're the most uncomfortable in that comfort zone. Good. We had uh, some friends pop up on uh, Timmy's writing some more stuff. He's, he's a good guy. I told you about him, Austin. He's a firefighter and does wonderful stuff. Thank you. And Alv Meyer says, who's, oh, Timmy says, I was bullied. So, oh, what the heck here? Keeps popping Oh, up. Teresa. I was bullied so much in high school, guys. Uh, would just walk by in the hallway and punch me in the face. Let me open that up. What does it say? Uh, never really knew why. Ah. Well, it, it, Timmy, you're not alone there, buddy. It's, uh, uh, matter of fact, what did I talk about tonight? Oh, you were in the back with the Zoom classes. Oh, yeah. uh, I was talking about awareness and then also being aware that, there's going to be people that do not like you for who knows what reason. And it's nothing, and it's easy for me to say here, but it was always hard for me as well because I was bullied severely because I allowed it to happen, even as an adult, because I allowed it to happen. And um, for whatever reason, they're not going to like you, but it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. Uh, and uh, the biggest thing we've talked about all week, got a little off topic here, but it's still talking about the bullying and boiling the frog, is awareness being aware of who's around you and then doing everything you can to avoid those people. And I'm never saying run from your fears or run from uh, 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 necessarily a fight. I'm not, you don't have to fight every fight. That's something I've learned over the years as well. I used to think I had to. And uh, there's a quote I read not too long ago. It says, you don't have to show up to every fight on Facebook. Now, a fight in real life, somebody's punching you in the face. Whether you wanted to be in it or not, you've got to do something to defend yourself. The biggest thing on that is try and uh, be aware. That's the A of the ABCs to become bullyproof. Be aware of those people and do everything you can to avoid it. The same thing with the frog example given, right, buddy? Be aware if you're in the, the 
water and it's getting warm and you're getting complacent, well, be aware. And the thing about social media, I've learned a fun thing. It's called love, block, and delete. Austin, tell everybody what love, block, and delete is. So I uh, love them because they're on this earth and God says you should love everyone. And then, But if they don't have anything to add, like if they're just being not positive or have negative comments to say, I mean, you really don't need that uh, in your life or especially not something that you're looking at. Just block and delete them. You know, it, it, it seems like a huge deal, but really, I mean, it's, it's not worth uh, sitting there and getting angry or letting those uh, toxic thoughts enter your brain. You know, it's better to just stay positive and, you know, who really needs them if they're going to be acting like that anyway? You do not. Well said, Oss. Well said. And, yeah, that's where the love block and delete comes in. I used to think I got to do my best. Uh, somebody's mad or angry, upset. Well, I got to try and change their mind and try and – and I'll do everything I can. But some people, they're, they're only happy when they're unhappy. They're only uh, happy when they're complaining or trying to bring people down. And my wife's been very instrumental in saying, look – you talk about all the time, there's 320-something million people in the United States. There's 7.7 .7 billion people in the world. If there's a handful of them that, for whatever reason, do not like you, don't lose sleep over it. Love, block, and delete, just like Austin said, and do away with them. I guarantee they're going to find someone else to bully, someone else to pick on, someone else to call names, someone else to trash. It doesn't have to be you. And then Timmy also wrote, I came home and I ran into some of these guys and questioned them why they couldn't say, I, but I forgave them anyway. Uh, that, that's 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 what you can do, buddy. Because if you're holding on to that anger, um, it's going to do nothing but eat you up inside. And who knows? Maybe they were bullied as kids. Or maybe they were in a bullying household. You never know what's going on in their lives. Obviously, that does not give them the right to do it. But by you holding on to that toxicity, it's doing nothing but eating you alive. And the bad thing about that is, is normally Austin, you've been bullied too. When you're bullied, you think it's something you did, right? Yeah, you can definitely try to, you know, overthink it and blame it on yourself, most definitely. I mean, that's, uh, I agree with, you know, we'll kind of overthink things and, and make everything kind of our fault, especially uh, those out there, you know, you got a big heart and you just, you know, want to do everything you can to help people and then they uh, don't want the help and, and whatever the case may be. Uh, so, you know, a lot of natural instinct is just kind of put it on yourself, like, man, what could I have done differently? But at the same time, you know, if, if people don't want to listen or, or if they don't have anything positive to say, if they're just rude, there's no point in having them in your life, yeah. personally. Well, it's like you said, you don't have to show up to every fight, right? And uh, But that's the biggest thing. We often bully ourselves. We're our own worst enemy, our own worst bully, because we think it's something we have done. Well, the only person and the only thing we can control in our life is who? Ourselves. Ourselves. We can't control the thoughts and actions and opinions of others. As much as we want to, as much as we want to help others... You know, some people, you just can't help. The person you can help, the person you can change, the person you can definitely, the only person you have control over is ourselves. And That's a great quote right there. When someone bullies you, it's reflective of them and not you. Judith, you're wonderful. You're absolutely right. And uh, Beth Jennings is watching. Hello, Beth. Um, I stay away from toxic people, and that's the best thing to do. But, yeah, when someone bullies you, just like Judith just said here, it is a reflection of them and not you. That's absolutely right. And that gets right back to the whole point of what we're talking about, about bullying a frog. If you get used to being bullied, if you get used to, and we never really get used to it, but what I mean by that is if you get, I guess, allow yourself to get used to people being mean to you and treating you disrespectful and rude, it's almost like a magnet for more of that, right? Yes, and, and it always, or almost always just starts off small, and they just keep pushing a little bit, inch by inch, to see how much they can get away with. I mean, you got to cut it off and, and just stand up for yourself. 
immediately before it gets out of hand. Because it always will, right? It all, yeah, yeah, it'll it, keep pushing until until it's beyond. Well, I, I, I always talk about bullies as like little kids pushing the boundaries, right? Little kids are going to test the waters. They're going to push the boundaries. They're going to keep pushing a little bit more, a little bit more, and a little bit more. And if there's nothing done to stop them, they're going to be out of control, right? Well, the same thing with a bully. Most of the time, like I said, it starts off just verbal. Starts off teasing, laughing, making fun of. And some is harmless jokes. I get that. But if it gets to the point where it's affecting you, that's where you need to stop it. You need to be aware of when it gets there. Sort of like go back to the frog example. We're going to keep bringing that back up. That frog noticing the water's getting a little bit hotter here. You know, this bully's getting a little bit stronger, a little bit hotter with their words and their actions. I better jump my butt out of this. But we get so comfortable and so complacent. And that also ties right into the biggest bully, which is the bully in our mind, ourself, with our complacency and our comfort zone and, uh, and our habits, you know, small little habits. It never starts off. No one overnight gains 50 pounds. <laughs> it's little by little by little. Like Austin just said, it's inch by inch. Right, buddy? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Rarely does a bully come up and punch us right in the face. It usually progresses into that because we've allowed it to happen. Unknowingly, just like the frog doesn't realize the water is being... Like, I feel like it's getting hotter in here. Is it getting hotter in here? Maybe if we had a partner in there, you could ask each other, is it getting hotter to you? I don't know. It's getting hotter. Think we ought to jump out of here? I don't know. But uh, Or it could be like, what's that book I had you read? Who Moved My Cheese? That's a great book, by the way. It's a nice, easy little kid. It's a, it's a fun book. But it all talks about this getting complacent. Who Moved My Cheese? These two mice get uh, used to their cheese being there every day. And the portion sizes get smaller and smaller and smaller. And then they have an opportunity to go out and get new cheese or just stay where they're at. Similar to a job. You know, if a job keeps making cuts and layoffs and cutbacks and this and that, uh, then you got to realize the writing's probably on the wall. You may want to go out and find some new cheese, <laughs> figuratively speaking. So what else we got there, buddy? I see somebody else put something up there. I can't really see it unless I put my glasses no. on. Okay. You going to read it? And Judas said, uh, oops. It's, uh, it is destructive when someone tries to pull you down. You need to show them uh, you're better than that and won't look. Won't listen or deal with their nonsense. Yeah, that's a wham. That's a big right hook, wasn't it? And then it a is. left uppercut of truth there. You're exactly, yeah, 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 listen to me, absolutely right, Judith. And that's all about we're talking about. You got to cut it off. And then I also wanted to share, um, also, I know I just now showed this to you, but uh, I get something called uh, in my inbox every day called My Thought of the Day by Napoleon Hill. Um, it's free to service I subscribe to and it's just every day it's a different Napoleon Hill Napoleon Hill wrote the book Think and Grow Rich and Keys to Success and all kinds of other uh, amazing books that all tap into the, the mental side it's all about the thought process it's uh, there's an old saying that uh, from Napoleon Hill what you can uh, what a man can think and achieve or what man can uh, think and believe he can't achieve meaning whatever you think of in your mind and you believe enough in yourself, you can achieve that regardless of what it is. And we're kind of an example here. I mean, we got this, and I'll brag a little bit, this beautiful academy, but it didn't start off this way. You know, a couple bankruptcies, some house foreclosures, cars repossessed, and a lot of some health issues along the way there. But I believed enough in myself and kept driving forward and were able to achieve something pretty nice. And we're able to, the most important thing we're able to do, we're able to attract you know, hundreds of people to come in and, and help their kids become bullyproof and believe in themselves. And Austin, you're a central part of that with what you do with the uh, program directing, and we're very grateful. Thank you. I love what I do. Yeah, and you do great at it. So anyway, the thought for the day in Napoleon Hill, I'll just read it to you real quick, and it goes right along with what we're talking about with boiling a frog. It said, human faults are like garden weeds. They grow without cultivation, and soon they take over the place, and if uh, sooner they take over the place if they aren't thinned out. Well, think about that. If you don't, 
you're growing a garden, what's the worst thing you can have in a garden? Weeds and bugs. Weeds. Yeah. We'll go with weeds. <laughs> yeah, bugs, bugs are a bad thing too. But the, the weeds usually attract the bugs, and it seems like bugs and weeds kind of go hand in hand, don't they? Oh, you don't I'm even not know. The best garden you know, the garden <laughs> anyway, they grow without cultivation and soon they'll take over the place. Now, think about this. Think about a weed. A weed is, it, you talk about perseverance. What do we got growing out? And how many times have you sprayed and killed like those weeds? All the time in the concrete. Yeah. How in the heck does a weed grow in the concrete? Perseverance is correct. <laughs> They're I mean, dedicated. Now, if you think about this, if you threw the most fertile seed on the concrete there, would, would, it, would it grow? No. I mean, if you threw but some really, really precious, sacred tomato seeds, and you just threw them on the concrete, what would happen? Wash away. Yeah, wash away, or the sun would dry them out, and they would die. But yet a weed grows in the concrete. Sometimes. Even though, how many times you sprayed that darn thing and pulled them up? Constantly. Constantly, but they keep growing. So weeds are persistent. Well, weeds are like bad habits. They just seem to pop up anywhere and everywhere, and they always seem to continue popping up. So just like the example here with the garden, you got to continue to weed that garden. we got to continue to weed our mind, our mental garden, and get those weeds out of there, those bad habits that, you know, somehow they started and they continue to formulate. Like, uh, did, did you ever plant, would you ever plant uh, weeds in your garden? I would not. No. Would you ever plant, intentionally plant bad habits in your mind? No. No, no we wouldn't do it, but they pop up anywhere. And uh, do you remember the old uh, saying, I got it from Hanchi Kovar about bad habits and good habits? Uh, bad habits are easy to make and hard to break, and good habits are hard to make and easy to break. Is this guy great or what? <laughs> John Austin, good stuff. And another way to look at it is uh, good habits are, uh, oh, what are they? No, oh, it's like back, you know. Oh, um, my gosh. Uh, good habits are. Uh, um, good habits are oh, my goodness hard gracious. to make. Yeah, but no, I was going to say, but it's uh, good habits are, uh, yeah, I guess hard to make, but easy to live with. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, good habits are hard to make, but easy to live with. Bad habits are easy to make, but hard to live with. There you go. I had a little brain freeze there. You know, I've uh, um, taught more classes this week than I have in who knows how long. And <laughs> So anyway, back to reading about uh, the, the, the Napoleon Hill and the frogs and boiling and everything else. It says, oh, there it is right there, habits. Habits are formed so slowly that most of us don't realize what is happening into the habits are too strongly entrenched to be broken. Seldom can one pattern of behavior be eliminated without replacing it with another. And that's absolutely true. If you develop yeah. a habit, it's almost hard just to stop that habit. You have to replace it with something else. Um, it has been said that nature uh, arbors a, a vacuum, means it brings it in, and will find something to fill the void. The best way to thin out the weeds or faults in your character is to identify those traits with which you are dissatisfied and replace them with their positive counterparts. Now, of course, what is that? That's easier said than done, right, buddy? Absolutely. Uh, there's Mr. Keith Foreman jumping on the line there. Hi, Mr. Foreman. And Diane, that nice to see you. So to continue on here, it says, you know, you have to replace them with a positive counterpart, which is easier said than done. And if you have a tendency to lose your temper, for example, find a replacement for your anger. Neutralize it with a positive expression or affirmation, such as, no one can make me angry unless I let them. And then it goes on to say, I will not let anyone else control my emotions. Well, is that easy to do, Austin? It is not. Okay, once again, easier said than done, right? All right. Well, to kind of recap, what do we talk about here? We talked about boiling frogs for a majority, <laughs> uh, which is don't let those bad habits form or do your best to be aware of when they're forming and jump out of the boiling water um, was the main thing. And don't let those 
Trip, trim those weeds. Trim those weeds. And the example, you know, I like to give all the time, not only about uh, your mental garden, but think of it this way. Uh, would, would, would you allow someone to come and dump just garbage all over your living room floor and then rub it in with their feet? No. No. I mean, it would, uh, somebody did that, what would you want to pop them in the mouth, right? You're going to clean that up or else. Correct. Correct. But and here's the thing. That could be cleaned up and the carpets could be steam cleaned. But yet every day, if we're not careful, if we're not aware, if we're, you know, let somebody turn the heat up on the pot we're, we're roasted in, we let people dump toxic waste on our minds every single day. And once they get away with it once, what are they going to do? Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep, keep pushing. That's the way bullies do it. And unfortunately, that's the way our bullies and our minds work as well. So that analogy of, uh, and to be honest with you, I don't even know if that's a true story, if that's how you really boil a frog. I've never tried no, to boil don't a, tell them that now. I don't know if I've tried to really boil a live frog before. Just saying, <laughs> if you want to give it a shot and let me know. I think it's just an analogy, but... Uh, um, it's kind of inhumane, isn't it? Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, make sure the frog's dead and have your frog legs, but not dead too long because then that's, yeah. But anyway, I'm getting a little off track here. But the, what we talked about is being how do you boil a frog, but also being careful, being aware of situations in your life, maybe your habits that you've formed over the years, or maybe a job you're at, or maybe just uh, um, uh, bullying. If you've got somebody at work or your kids have somebody at school, I'm telling you, you got to stop it soon. You got to stop it immediately because if you don't stop it right away, just like weeds are going to grow in that garden, just like that frog's going to get cooked in that boiling water, this bullying is going to get nothing but worse. And it, almost every single time, it ends up being physical. I can't think of any situation. Uh, I mean, there's been a handful that goes right to physical, but most of the time it starts off just a little bit, and laughing, name-calling, teasing, and then it gets a little stronger, a little stronger, a little stronger, like knocking what books out of your hand at school and, uh, um, you know, shoving you into lockers. Man, you got to cut that thing off because the more aggressive they get, the more they're going to take and the more they're going to do. Anything else? All right. That was an awesome video. I enjoyed being on these. Thank you guys for commenting. We got a lot of questions and, and comments live. and likes. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Being interactive. I appreciate it. And, cool. uh, folks, what I've been doing here since we can't get in the recording studio uh, to record the podcast, I've just been using these Facebook Lives as our podcast. So you get an opportunity to uh, not only see us here and uh, we'll see our faces and hear our voice, but also you can hear it on the Grogan's uh, Bullyproof and Kickin' Life podcast. And that's available worldwide now. So on any podcast app you have, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or heck, uh, we're, we're going to start doing a better job of loading those up to YouTube so you can have them on YouTube as well. But uh, check those out. We've got 200. I just uh, sent another podcast over to the uh, producers today, and that'll be podcast number 215. Can you believe that, Austin? 215. Oh, my man, oh gosh. Man. Started off with number one. Remember that? Oh, quite some time ago. And uh, all these videos have been uh, trying to do a better job of get these loaded up to YouTube as well. We've got over 300, and I would have to say 330, 335, uh, 335 videos. Uh, it's crazy, right? But guess what it started with, buddy? First step. That first step, that first video. And because uh, I have people ask all the time, I'll get emails and uh, 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 Facebook messages. How do you do it? How do you do it? Well, it, it's really complicated, I'm going to tell you. This thing right here that I'm talking to, you know, you probably got one of these in your pocket right now or you're watching us on it. <laughs> your phone, just buy a tripod, set it up. Now, I've got a boom mic and a light and all those special little things uh, that I've bought just to make the videos a little better. You don't even have to have those. Just set it up. And you don't have to go Facebook Live either. Just start re practice recording your videos. 
and start sending those babies out there. Now, what would have I always told you about anytime you do something for the first time? Is it going to be any good? Probably not. <laughs> That's how you learn. <laughs> first time you learned to do a jump spinning wheel kick, was it any good? It's probably awful. It was probably <laughs> I wish I would have videotaped it. But if you've been watching Austin and some of the uh, videos we've done, if you've seen some of those, man, holy cow. You see his jump spinning wheel kick, that thing is lights out. It's extremely good. But it definitely didn't start out that way, did it? it it's improved a little bit <laughs> since the first time. He's so humble. I'm so proud of him. Humility is our number one black belt principle, folks. I talked about those on uh, uh, a video earlier this week. I don't remember when that was. But uh, anyway, check out the podcast, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life, 215 episodes. And the one that uh, will air on Monday is, uh, oh, goodness gracious, what was that one? Oh, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Think about Ooh. that. Yeah, you like that? I talked about our creeds, and and uh, that's kind of right now. It seems like some of our liberties are being taken away, and you know we need to make a stand and uh, I don't know, make a stand for what we believe in, and we believe in our core values of honor, integrity, discipline, respect, which we believe formulates our character of who we are, and uh, and who we want to be. We want to be the best people we can be in order to empower as many others as we can. All right, any closing remarks, Austin? Darn right. Thank you guys Darn very right. much. Yeah. That was awesome. Couple right hooks in there. Bang! Right up reality. Being on another one. What's the, what's the left? Right left over. uppercut of truth, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't have that one trademarked yet or hashtag, but I've got right hook of reality. The left uppercut of truth, we just say it. Maybe I should start hashtagging that. I don't know. If, if you're rolling with it. You're rolling with, roll it. with it. All right. All right, folks. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. Please give us your comments, your feedback. Let us know. And please, by all means, if you found value in this video and this message, share it with somebody that you know that could possibly help them. If you you got a friend that's in that cooker, they're the frog, and that heat's being turned up more and more, or a child or somebody you know is being bullied, cut that off right now. If a weed's growing in the garden, cut that off. The sooner you can stop it, the better it's going to be. All right. That's it. That all it? right. That's it. Love you, everybody. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. Can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof. This is your Bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please share this podcast with someone who could benefit from this message. And please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof tribe. And until we talk again, remember... You have the power to overcome your fears and battle to your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, either real or in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, and I promise you'll become bullyproof and live your best kick in life.